see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. I can see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. Everybody say fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. going down welcome back to the fuck this shit podcast i'm your host dre back again for the fourth season of the fuck this shit podcast yo i'm excited as fuck to be here y'all ain't shit changed with the fourth season man we starting this motherfucker the same way we always have man thank y'all for taking the time out to listen to this motherfucker thank you for returning again or another fantastic season of the Fuck This Shit Podcast is up, motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> um, yo, it's been it's been a solid start so far. I know it's only been a couple of days into the year. I don't really do New Year's resolutions like that, y'all. As I'm actually, I, I've never done them. But, you know, this year I was just feeling it. I said, fuck it. I'm about to make a couple goals. I'm about to set a couple things that I want to do for myself, some things I want to be more consistent with. Luckily for y'all, this is including one of those things. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know I told y'all I was going to be off Instagram soon because, you know, once I start start my career, career I got to get my face off some of these social media platforms. But in the short term, uh, the Instagram is still running. Uh, I post on that motherfucker every day. Something on that motherfucker every goddamn day. You feel what I'm saying? So... Fuck with me on there, you know what I'm saying? Fuck this shit pod on Instagram. It's a link, you know what I'm saying? Hit the link tree, go follow all of this shit. Make sure you follow the fan base though because once I finish these certs and I get done with all of this stuff and I actually start my job, I the, the Instagram will be gone and also the fan base will be the only place that you can find full episodes, full video episodes of the podcast. They won't be on YouTube, they won't be anywhere else. So if you want to see, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? If you want to see this beautiful face, you got to go to fan base. You know what I'm saying? Because I might leave podcasting for rap because you see I'm like that. Just, oh shit, he did it again. He did, I'm sorry, okay, I'm I'm done. <laughs> um shout out to Haley, bro. I swear, bro, anybody who think y'all the podcast number one fan, you probably not unless your name is Haley. I'm not even gonna cap, bro. Nigga, put up the wish list. Nigga, I'm I'm over here. I got my, my it's my it's Bree's birthday was was yesterday. So I'm thinking all these boxes at the door for Brie. So I bring them all in. I just sit them by our door. Nigga, she leaves one of the boxes there. I'm like, oh, is this for a player pill? Open it up. Haley hooks your boy up with the automatic with the electric wine opener. Niggas. Bruh. I'm sipping on a little red blend right now. It ain't just some little cheap shit. I think I paid about $10 for this, but I had $10 wine money, goddamn. But I want to try my new electric wine opener. If you haven't bought me nothing off the wish list, you want to, it's things ranging in prices. I got some shit on there that's $5. I got some shit on there that's $100. You know what I'm saying? Because I know some of y'all got that paper. You know what I'm saying? If you love it, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't be greedy with it. You know what I'm saying? That, that, uh, uh, donate. Goddamn. Uh-huh. But yeah, shout out to Haley for that because, man, that shit is something I really fucking wanted. 
I was gonna buy it for myself. I put it on the wish list on some, you know, fuck it. Let's see what niggas is talking about. And my body really bought the motherfucker. Bruh, I'm about to update that bitch and put some motion on it. It looked like my camera was unplugged. Oh. Oh. All right, I think we I think we good, y'all. Click the camera button to turn it back on. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. Where's the camera button? Y'all, y'all, it's it's shit is going down. Oh. All right. A little technical difficulties in this thing. Camera not camera done got cut off. Not registering. Let's see. There we go. We back. We back. Sorry we had a little technical difficulty. I'm not not getting that out for those of y'all on the audio. Um anyway. Uh that's really all I have um for anything that's not actually podcast related. So uh we can actually get right into it. Um so Monday night. I don't know how many of y'all saw this. I don't know how much y'all follow sports. Um, but Monday night, uh, NFL player named Darvin Hamlin. Sorry, Damar Darvin. I, I was watching. I'm thinking Darvin Ham. I was just watching the Lakers. My bad, y'all. Damar Hamlin. Uh, it might be Damar. I, I, uh, anyway, but he is, uh, He's actually making a tackle, which is crazy because most of the time when you hear about injuries, it's somebody being hit, like a really bad hit. But um, he's making a tackle, and he gets hit directly in the chest, uh, kind of falls to the ground, stands up, collapses immediately. They're doing CPR on this nigga for like 10 minutes on the field before they take him. You know what I'm saying? Off to the hospital, whatever. He's still unconscious. Um, the last thing I read, they had pulled him off a ventilator. Or they were trying to pull him off, but they were they thought they were gonna have to put him back on. I'm I'm not sure if he ended up being back on. Uh the very, very last headline I, I read said that he was improving, but he was still in critical condition. Uh and in real time, y'all, this was it was really crazy in real time. And it's hard to, I won't say it's hard to explain. It's easy to explain. It's hard to uh, really, what am I trying to say? It's hard to really like grasp the, the, the volume of the moment, like the gravity of that moment. There we go. It's kind of it's kind of hard to grasp the gravity of that moment without having really been watching it live or having been involved in a similar situation. But you just have to think people get hurt on a football field all the time and people get knocked unconscious on football fields on a relatively common basis. But to have a heart, have your heart stop on the field and they cannot get your heart back to, to start again. I can't think of a time I've ever seen that happen in in sports 
period. I, I can think of a few times where I feel like there are like stories where things like this have happened. I know there was a, a basketball player whose heart stopped, I believe, on the court. I think he died on the basketball court. Um, I mean, like four or five years ago. I'm not 100% sure. I know he died. Uh, and it was like a basketball thing. But anyway, uh, and nine minutes is so long for something like that to be going on. All of that matters because what has what started off as a what really is a freak accident y'all to be clear this isn't a referendum on nfl safety or anything like that football is an inherently dangerous game you're literally colliding bodies into each other full speed shit can happen like we are not machines uh and even though it's super super uncommon it absolutely can happen so i'm not here to even have that conversation because you see social media when it goes down and everybody is just prayers you know i hope he's okay that's all you hear except for bitch ass skip bayless and bruh i i I hate the nigga like to be clear your track record means a lot with me what you've done before how you've acted before the you know the way you've treated people in the past the way you talked about people in the past that shit means something for me one way or the other. If every time you've ever spoken about other people or all of your intentions have always been pure and good and you've always spoken from this position of giving a fuck about other people, then I would be more willing to give you the benefit of the doubt when you on some fuck shit or when you say some fuck shit. And also, this is the other thing, I'm just not with the motherfuckers who've had large platforms for long periods of time acting surprised when they say some shit and it doesn't go the way that they thought it was going to go. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't get the reaction they thought they were going to get out of it or they get the reaction that I I feel like a lot of people feel like they should have got like for, okay. So let me just read y'all the fucking tweet. The tweet says, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game. How? This is while he's like, they still don't know shit. Like, this is this shit's not over while he's tweeting this. No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of the game, but how? Uh, this late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to regular season outcome, which seems so irrelevant. Now, the the there are people who are saying. That well, no, what Skip really meant was, uh, you know, like none of that matters now because of how, you know, because of this moment and whatever, whatever, whatever. And, and to be clear, bro, like nobody could know for sure. It really does all. I'm completely willing to admit that my unwillingness to believe that Skip had good intentions in this tweet is because I don't believe Skip has good intentions. I don't fuck with the nigga. So when he does anything, I'm already apt to not fuck with it. But even just a few weeks ago, the encounter that he had with Shannon, where he talking to Shannon like he's basically a boy. And and y'all, what I'm telling you is that what happens with these older white men is when they were younger, what they what they made their living on was standing right on the line of I'm not really racist, but 
I do kind of like advocate for some of the dog whistles and some of the some of the the tropes and stereotypes that racists do believe in. But I do it on the low and I'm not like nearly as bad as some of the more overt people. So I can still step back and say, well, no, look at all my black friends. You feel what I'm saying? But what happens as they get older is the line moves, but they stay right where they were. So it becomes more and more and more evident the way they feel because. 20 years ago for a white man to be talking to a black man, the way skip constantly talks to Shannon, we wouldn't even fucking notice it because they were all doing it. But now shit like that is a little bit more picked apart or whatever. So whenever you see stuff like that, it makes you bristle a little bit more. So now you have all these repeated instances where the way you talk to black men, the way you talk about black men, all of this other shit, the way that you just hold up whiteness within sports as though it's the last mantle that y'all have, which I just hate, hate about Skip Bayless. And I'm sorry for for those of y'all who don't really fuck with the sports shit or whatever, like whatever. This is to me is really sports adjacent. I don't feel like you have to care about sports for this one. For a motherfucker to damn near die on a football field and somebody to be tweeting, talking about, man, there's playoff implications on this game. No way they postpone it. Bro, fuck football and fuck you. So the tweet is to a point where Shannon doesn't even come to the show the next day. And then just for those of y'all who don't watch it, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp have the show, uh, Undisputed or whatever, where they basically do sports debate against each other or whatever. Um, And it's every weekday. So for Shannon to not show up, it's a big deal because they're always fucking there. Even when one of them's not there, they just do the show remote. Um, so Shannon doesn't even come the next day. And and now here, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speak for it anymore. I'm just gonna let y'all see. I'm gonna play the uh the interaction between Skip and Shannon just to further show you why I don't fuck with this bitch nigga. Courtesy, courtesy, this video will be brought to you courtesy of the Shade Room. <laughs> oh, no. We lost the video because we maximized. There it is. Uh, there's been a lot of speculation of why I wasn't on air yesterday, and I won't get into speculation or conjecture innuendo, but I will say this. In watching that game on Monday night, uh, what happened to DeMar Hamlin struck me a little different. Um, as a brotherhood in the NFL, when injuries happen, when we know injuries are a part of the game, I've seen guys suffer ACLs and Achilles tear, but I've never seen anybody have to be revived and fight for their life on the field. So it struck me a little differently because I remember seeing my brother paralyzed on the field temporarily, and he was able to regain focus. Um, Skip tweeted something, and although I disagree with the tweet, uh, and, and uh, hopefully uh, Skip would take it down, but I didn't want it. Well, yesterday. time out, time out. I'm not going to take it down because okay. I stand by okay. what I tweeted. Skip, let me okay. finish. Let me, All right, okay. Go ahead. No, you go. Go ahead, let's go, Jen. Okay. I mean, I cannot even get through a monologue without you interrupting okay. me. Well, you could have came back, Skip. Well, I thought, Skip, just let me. I didn't I, know I, you were going to bring no, up. No, no. Uh, there's been a lot of speculation over oh, I was just going to say, Skip, I didn't want to yesterday to get into a situation where DeMar Hamlin was the issue. We should have been talking about him and not get into okay. your not get into your, uh, your tweet. That's what I was going to do. But you can't even let me finish my opening monologue without you interrupting. Okay. I was under the impression you weren't going to bring this up because nobody here had a problem with no, that tweet. No, clearly the bosses wanted you to offer explanation. So clearly, somebody no, they had a did not have the, nobody. Let's go, Jay. Morning. So, 
That is. Oh, shit. Hold on. Ooh, I'm over here. Look, 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 y'all don't be cheating. Trying to see y'all going to be seeing what's coming for later. <laughs> you know what I'm looking at my, looking at my articles and shit. Get out of my business. Anyway, um, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. That's the shit that skipped me on. That's, and that's the level of contention you see it start to come on that show because motherfuckers be saying Shannon the house nigga and all that other shit away. Motherfuckers was calling Shannon all kinds of coons because he still fuck with Deion Sanders after the uh, the JSU shit or whatever. But Shannon is not the type of nigga who just gonna let no motherfucker be all talking crazy and shit like that. And I knew that that shit was eventually gonna get old because fuck Skip. That's why. Me talking about oh the bosses don't care. But, but to me and and this is the bottom line of this situation. Skip Bayless has an inability to make any situation not about Skip Bayless. So for Demar Hamlin to almost die on a football field and the world to not be thinking, what does Skip Bayless think? That shit just fucked him up so much that he had to say the dumbest shit he could think of and remind us that this young black man whose life is literally still hanging in the balance is not actually as important as Skip Bayless. You'll never convince me that that is not Skip Bayless's whole mentality for a motherfucker to be across from you on stage or on y'all show, a show that you share. You share the, the name. It is undisputed with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp or with Skip and Shannon. For you to not even allow this man to finish speaking about the incident before you have to say, well, I'm not taking the tweet down. Because it's actually more important to you that the tweet not get taken down than it is that Damar Hamlin even fucking lives. And you won't ever convince me otherwise. Anyway. That nigga Tory Lane's guilty. Which I knew it. I discriminate against short people because I'm tall, I think. So when I see a short motherfucker accused of violence, I'm like, well, I bet it's because you're angry that you're not tall like me. That's what <laughs> Oh, man. It's a joke, but, you know, it's whatever. Anyway. Um, no, but real shit, bro. Um, I knew I, I knew Tori did the shit. I knew Tori did something. I ain't even gonna lie. When all that shit was coming out and they was making all these other things where they was like, oh, well, somebody seen a girl with a gun and Kelsey had it. I ain't gonna lie. They had me for a minute there. I was like, mm, maybe she did fire off one of them shots. Maybe it was some crazy shit like that or whatever. But at the end of the day, what them motherfuckers was completely unable to do is provide any other viable, like, uh rationale or potential what's the word i'm looking for y'all alternative like an alternative story of how man got shot and once it was proven she got shot you gotta kind of prove that somebody else shot her they literally in the courtroom like okay so you didn't shoot her and it's like no it's like so kelsey shot her they're like no kelsey didn't shoot her it's like so casper shot her casper the friendly ghost jumped up and popped Meg a few times. Did she shoot herself? Like, what exactly occurred today in this club? And they're like, well, she fucked Ben Simmons. And it's just like, I don't think any of that has to do with anything. Um, and now, as a result, we have his whole family bank blaming uh, among all these other people, Jay-Z and Rock Nation. Uh, I'm going to play a little bit of a clip in case you haven't heard it. Stood here 
in this Los Angeles County and witnessed the worst carriage of justice yes. the world has ever seen. Yes. You want to know how I feel? Yes. I'll tell you exactly how I feel. I got some names that I want to call. So, Desiree Perez and the whole wicked system of Rock Nation, including you, Jay-Z. Yes. You who say you rose from the gutter, but you have traded and bartered the souls of young men, and you're still doing it. The only independent witness in this courtroom is a man. I'm not playing no more of that shit. I don't care. Y'all listen, I ain't even gonna cap it, y'all. I don't want to make it seem like I don't care in the sense of I don't care, but I don't. Like, I actually don't give a fuck at all, bro. Like, listen. I understand my, my nigga hurt. Your son about to go to jail for, ain't no telling. Tennessee is weird. My nigga could do 30. My nigga could do three. Literally, no, it's, it's no telling. We won't know until sentencing comes, and I'm not even sure when that'll be. But I understand the 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 hurt of a family that's about to lose their son, even if they do feel like he's innocent. But what Jay-Z do? I've been watching this whole thing, but I didn't hear about Jay-Z until just now. I didn't even know. This whole time I've been thinking that Jay-Z and Rock Nation been over here, I don't know, managing hip-hop artists and mind their motherfucking business, but apparently they've been conspiring against Tory Lanez and making him shoot Meg Thee Stallion because he did shoot her. So I don't really know what if Rock Nation was supposed to like help this anti-med campaign and they didn't i don't really know exactly what you accuse the motherfuckers of but if you watch the video in the beginning you seen a little girl like she wanted to get up there and start hollering too it's a video of her walking down talking about uh jay-z and rock nation or uh something like yelling about the family whatever i'm not about to find it right now because i don't feel like it i seen this shit on twitter and the caption over that motherfucker said wait till brooke uh wait till blue ivy catch your broke ass slipping or some shit like that i was weak because that kid is rich as fuck and you just you out here not rich like them talking shit about their family they might blue might put out a little playground hit on you my nigga you might be on the playground hitting the motherfucking jungle gym like ah Motherfucker hit you in the back. Ah. Now you on the motherfucking ground all in the pebbles and shit like that, trying to figure out what's going down. And they like, Rock Nation, bitch. That's what <laughs> that's what I that's what I assume. That's what I see happening. Um, uh I don't really think I have much else on this, y'all. I was I will say this. I was listening to uh the it's a podcast because higher learning with Van Lathan and Rachel Lindsay. And Van made a super good point about how as a community we have this thing. And I don't even think it's just black people at this point. I really do think the internet has made the world start to do this, where they take incidents that are about individuals and they make them about communities every time. And as a black person, I'm never going to say that the things that happen to individuals cannot be representative of what happens to a community or indicative of a greater issue within a community. That's not what I'm saying. But what I believe he was saying and what I agree with now is that when the Tory Lanez, Megan Thee Stallion case began, it quickly became about whether or not you believe black women, whether or not you believe black men are inherently predators 
and or, or violent or all these other things or whatever. And I don't really think that it was about either of any of those things. It was about did Tory Lanez shoot Megan the Stallion? It wasn't about like we didn't have to put all of men and all of women on trial in that moment for any reason at all. We could have just not done that. We could have just simply waited to see what played out with the case and then accurately describe the people involved as they should have been. Megan Thee Stallion shouldn't even have been on. There was no reason Megan Thee Stallion should have felt the need to be on interviews lying about whether or not she fucked that nigga or trying to convince the public that she really got shot. Because at the end of the day, all we had to do was wait for that to, to, to play out and then make a decision at the end of it then. But instead, it ended up being about Meg is lying because these women lie. Tory shot Meg because men are violent. And I'm just not, I'm not willing to ascribe to either one of those things. I'm not willing to do the all men are violent. I'm not willing to do the all women are liars. I'm not, I'm not willing to live in either of those spaces because I don't think that that is true. Human beings are very flawed and very complicated. All spec, all spectrums of humanness lie and steal and cheat and all of that shit or whatever. It's just kind of like, and this is slightly off topic, but um, I don't even do the whole white people are evil. If you look at history, white people have done da 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 da, da and I, I, I white people. I'm just letting you know that's pretty much common knowledge within the black community. That's not something that like some black people think. Lots of black people think that in varying spectrums and degrees, but like the concept that like whiteness is inherently evil is not something that like is not big in the black community. Personally. I I feel like we believe that as black people in America because we have such a small amount of understanding about the rest of the world. Like Americans don't really know shit about outside of America, regardless to where you come from. Black people come from a you know what I'm saying ancestry that was literally intentionally divorced from their past and from their culture. So I think it's easy for us to be like all the bad shit that's happened in the world was at the hands of white men when it's like, nah, it's more about power. You know what I'm saying? Like once you get a certain amount of power and for power, people are willing to do these things and cross these boundaries and subjugate other people to like lesser systems and all that stuff, whatever. Like it ain't like white people didn't show up to India and develop the caste system. Like that already was in place and there's no white, there was no white people there. So I don't, anyway, my whole point is, when you take something like the Meg and Tory thing and you try and make it, oh, this is indicative of the relations between black women and black men or whatever, whatever. I, I just think that it makes um, for a more hostile and contentious environment between two groups who didn't need to make two individuals problems. They're the group problem. Like because I am a black man, I didn't I shouldn't. It shouldn't say something about me how I feel about whether or not Tory Lanez is guilty or innocent because it should have been more simple. It shouldn't have been, I think Tory Lanez is guilty because, so, so like this, I have always thought Tory Lanez was guilty this entire time. I did not think Tory Lanez was guilty because I think black men are violent. I thought Tory Lanez was guilty because there wasn't really any other story that sounded logical to me. There was no other way that it played out that really made sense to me. If she got shot, that nigga probably shot her. If he didn't, we'll find out. But that to me just seems kind of obvious. 
it it wasn't about black men or, or black women to me. It was just about the situation. It was about that nigga. But I don't know. That's something that I think uh, a takeaway from that that I think that we would benefit from, not just as black people, as people, period. Because I think we do that about everything now. And everything is not that. A lot of things are. A lot of things are a result of structural inequities or, or you know what I'm saying? They are evidence of, you know what I'm saying? Certain things or whatever. Uh, but when you, tr- when we make them about those things, a lot of times I think that we just invite conflict into what is essentially our community. Like even the internet, like if you be on Twitter a lot and the Twitter community is a community that you're a part of, you could try and divorce yourself of that if you want to, but if you spend time on Twitter, you are a part of the Twitter community. So what is the point in making that more hostile and more toxic? The same thing with your personal relationships, with like your work community, with all of these different things. What is the point in making these individual things add contention to an, a community where it did not have to? That's where I'm at with that. Anyway, Andrew Tate got arrested too. <coughs> and y'all know, I don't fuck with that nigga either. I guess this segment can be called Niggas I Don't Fuck With. No <laughs> but for real, don't fuck with and have never fucked with Andrew Tate. Um, I've always felt like all that extra heavy misogyny, that to me, and maybe y'all let me know. Am I doing what I just told us not to do? It is that level of misogyny not linked to an inherently more predatory and violent disposition when it comes to women. I don't believe that the, I don't think that it's the same thing to try and say that like what happened between Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion isn't about black men and black women as it is to say, a lot of the ideals and uh, 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 theories espoused by like the manosphere are rooted in an actual hatred for women that can has, that has a very quick and easy uh, pathway to violence. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that mentality to me is linked to being willing to be violent towards women. I think that the women owe me sex mentality is linked to being violent to women. I think that the women are objects. The women are less than. The women uh, are property of men. Women are designed to fulfill men. I think all of those ideologies are linked to a heightened level of violence towards women because it makes you view them less as people, in my opinion. I don't think that's, you know what I'm saying? I think all that, I think all of that is that low-key incel shit, and them incels be the ones that be shooting up, like, oh boy, who shot up that college and made the fucking video about how, like, I'm shooting this bitch up because the bitches didn't want to give me no pussy. That's crazy. That's crazy to me, bro. In a world where pussy is for sale, for you to shoot up a school because a bitch didn't want to give you none is crazy to me. You will literally buy chips and chips kill you. Niggas will spend money on anything in the world. But listen to me. I have never, ever bought no pussy. It's not because I'm above it. 
It just never really came up like that. I never had enough free money to feel like I wasn't wasting money on pussy because there's free pussy around. If I had a lot of money or if I just couldn't, I know usually I give my mama disclaimers because she listens to all the episodes, but I mean, whatever. Sorry. It's too late now. We already in it. If I was in a position where I felt like, damn, the only way I'm going to get something is if I buy it. You know what I'd be doing? I'd be picking up extra shifts, trying to buy me some pussy. Nigga, I'm not about to shoot up the motherfucking college, bro. I just think that it's uh, whatever. But I think that these niggas in the manosphere, the Andrew Tates of the world, I think that they espouse ideologies that directly link to that. So I am not surprised when I see Andrew Tate get arrested, linked to some sex trafficking shit. And then whenever they finally get to digging and doing all the other shit, what it comes up is that this. Exclusive from Vice News, Andrew Tate was arrested on suspicion of rape in the UK in 2015. So this is crazy. First of all, I didn't know that you could get arrested for something like this in another in the country that it didn't happen in this far after the fact. But apparently that's what's going on. So seven years before his arrest from Romania, Andrew Tate was investigated over allegations of sexual assault and physical abuse in the UK, during which time he appeared on Big Brother for five days. But UK authorities declined to prosecute. Uh, Notorious influence Andrew Tate was arrested on suspicion of uh, sexual abuse in 2015 while he and his brother were running a webcam sex business out of the UK. Uh, Vice World News can reveal. It comes after Tate and his brother Tristan were remanded in custody in Romania until the end of January after being arrested by an anti-organized crime police as part of a rape and human trafficking investigation. The Tate brother's lawyer is appealing the court order and extending their detention. Is uh, Hold on. Is appealing the court order extending their detention. Um... I think they got out, though. I don't know if they got out by the time this article came out. Uh, Apparently, two women told Vice World News they were violently abused, one raped, the other repeatedly strangled by Andrew Tate, and that the UK police and the Crown Prosecution Service mishandled their case, leaving leaving him free to rise to global fame on the back of his unchecked misogyny. Police took four years to pass their investigation onto the Crown Prosecution Services, whose job involves assessing whether uh, there's a realistic prospect of conviction at which point the CPS declined to prosecute. It took the police four years to pass this on to the next people. That's wild that they even have a process like that in the UK that to me so clearly gives the police levity over what crimes they really want prosecuted because if i'm the police and i know that the people who decide whether or not to prosecute things i have to bring it to them and i can just drag my fucking feet on it until it's so far away like of course it's going to be harder to prove that this motherfucker did this shit four years after he did it of course it's going to be much more difficult to get a conviction four years after this shit fucking occurred what In a statement issued uh, via his lawyer, Romania Tate denied the assault or the rape. Of course, Romanian police said in late December 2022, they'd identified six people who were allegedly sexually exploited by an organized criminal group that recruited victims via false displays of affection known as so-called known as the so-called lover boy method, forcing women to perform pornographic content via physical violence and mental coercion. 
According to one woman Vice News spoke to, Vice World News spoke to, whom we're calling Sally, Tay used a similar method of emotional and physical control in his UK webcam business back in 2015 before relocating to Romania, but CPS declined to pursue, uh, prosecute the case. When I saw that he was arrested in Romania, I was shocked and didn't know how to react. I cried. Everything I read is what I told the police at the time. The CPS had just pulled their finger out. Uh, none, I'm, I'm assuming out of their ass. Uh, none of this would have happened, Sally said. Uh, they're withholding her identity for, for, to prevent harassment and trolling from Tay supporters, which is wild because they would. If the woman who's like, this nigga raped me, comes out and is like, this is my name, his supporters will be like, bitch, you deserved it. Which is why when niggas support people like this, I always say, look at the other people who are supporting the person you support. Before you come and tell me the reasons why, oh, it's not that bad and he's really misunderstood, I need you to look at the other people who also find this person a beacon of light. Look at what they're saying. Look at the ideologies they espouse. Then rewatch the person who you were tell, talking to me about and tell me they are not clearly dog whistling to that group. If you can do that for me, then I'll hear you out. But for me, that's why I don't fuck with these niggas. Um, I've been frustrated by the British police and the court system for a long time. They could have stopped them from doing this exact same abuse to these women in Romania. Uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. I don't mean whatever. I'm just saying I'm not uh, while Tate was released, yeah, he was released under an investigation by Hertfordshire police following a woman's complaint, meaning he was suspected of a criminal offense and the police probe was ongoing. He heard testimony on a reality show in 2016. Police were informed by police about the ongoing investigation, but kept him on the show for five days before removing him. During that time, he was shown playing truth or dare in a hot tub and kissing one of the female contestants. Um... <laughs> Channel 5 said that Tate was removed from Big Brother because of, uh, uh, because of information which came to light linking his ousting uh, from the house to a video that had surfaced of him slapping his ex-girlfriend then beating her with a belt. A narrative Tate himself would later encourage the public outrage eventually simmered down after Tate released a video of his ex saying it was all part of a consensual kinky game. Um... I if that's what it was, she would have said that when the first video came out and he had the issues going on. If and that's all I can say. There's literally no other there's if that's what it was, she would have said that as soon as it happened. She wouldn't have waited way after, like, oh, okay, well, no, really, we was just fucking. No, he wasn't. He was he's fucking sick. And doing some crazy shit like this didn't like my nigga got kicked off twitter because he said that women who get sexually assaulted bear the blame for it like it's basically they fault so you know i'm not i'm not gonna read any more of this because it's just like more about how these people fumbled the motherfucking investigation and let this asshole free even though it was obvious that he was who the fuck he is because he's always been this motherfucker like this is not news um It's frustrating to me to even read some of these stories, right? Because it's just, why am I reading this? Why am I reading a story about a motherfucker who's adamant about telling everyone how much of a misogynist he is and how much he disregards women and has videos of him assaulting women and then raped a woman and then abused another and then 
got these girls thinking they're gonna be his girlfriend and next thing they porn stars and and and, and y'all that part of it people are gonna i guarantee you people will latch onto that and be like that's not a crime but all the other stuff is and that shit is still sick if you like to have sex on tape with your significant other and y'all want to make money off of it, get your OnlyFans on or whatever, I ain't got no issues with that whatsoever. None. If that's what you want to do and that's what y'all's relationship is about, I don't have no issues with that whatsoever. What I do have an issue with is a motherfucker basically luring a girl because that's the thing is that they know the women to pick because people will be like oh that's that's an adult she could just make a decision you're right bro it is an adult she could make a decision they intentionally pick the adult with the youngest mind with the least to gain with the uh, with the least to lose with the most to gain with the least support system who's already had some kind of trauma and abuse in her life like that's what predators do this is like, it's not illegal to be a predator in that way. It's not illegal to be an adult who preys on other adults if you can get them to consent at the end of it. It's not. It still makes you a trash human being. It still makes you a piece of shit. And it's the reason why I can never, ever, 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 ever fuck with the nigga. Anyway. Oh, and also the shit that was on Twitter about him getting caught because of the pizza box was a lie. That's not how he got caught. They were like, the authorities came out. They're like, that's not how we found him. We already knew he was in Rome. It wasn't. We needed... Proof that he was in Romania, whatever, whatever. The woman who tweeted it was lying. She posted a thing talking, explaining why she lied, but didn't take down a lie because she wanted to go viral and whatever, whatever. So that's it for that. Um, what do we have now? Um, you know, I'm not sure how much this uh this applies, but um. I say we go ahead and make this be white people do this. Y'all. When I think Republicans, I think white people. So I'm going to go ahead and put this under here. And I'm going to be quick about it. The Republicans won the House, right? These motherfuckers cannot get uh, McCarthy appointed as a Speaker of the House for shit. Because they got these crazy MAGA motherfuckers who won't vote for them. Because that's what happens when you support crazy conspiracy theorists. And then you want them to get along with your agenda. Y'all, mother, the, the Republicans inviting the magazine, the QAnons in, because that's who these motherfuckers are. The Lauren Boebert's, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, the Matt Gates's. These aren't just like Republicans who are just on some like, we gonna do racist shit in the name of being fiscally conservative. They're like, oh no, we're fucking wackadoos. But this is, first of all, this has not happened in... 50 fucking years, 50, 60 years that it took more than one vote to confirm the Speaker of the House. It's been six votes as of the time that I'm posting this. They McCarthy has actually lost a vote since the first vote. He's not getting closer to winning. He's getting farther away from winning. 
because the MAGA motherfuckers are dead set on not voting for him, even though they know that it completely deadlocks the process. They don't care because they're fucking nuts. They're literally nuts. And that's all I have to say about that. I don't even, there's there's nothing else to say. There's nothing else. I can make this a big thing about how like, and this is why you need to vote and blah, 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 blah. What I will say is this. It is why you need to vote because it's increasingly clear that Republicans are unable to even do the basic steps of government that have been being done this entire time. The government's been running like shit for my whole life, but there's certain things they were always able to figure out. Those things that they were able to figure out then, they are no longer able to execute consistently. That matters. That matters. I seen something that said that they think that this is like we're like seeing the end of human civilization as we know it, not like American democracy, literally human civilization. I don't know if that's true, but I will say that holding together like the up top structure that just like keeps the stuff running every day is super important. Like voting is like paying the light bill, my nigga. And we whatever. Anyway, we gonna end up in the dark. I did my part, though. I did my part. I always do. Uh, anyway, more white people do this. This is really more white people do this year because if it's one thing that white people have, it is the audacity. So let me show. Let me show you what we do. Good evening, council peoples. You may call me mistress. I am here standing neutral to the motion approving an agreement for the proprietary purchase of yard waste processing and disposal. I do, however, find it interesting that you will spend almost $1 million to hide your secrets down the drain. So I propose that you use a quarter of that mill to support doms and subs in Broward County to build a dungeon created for us by us, the taxpayers and voting citizens. In closing, do not let this glamorous look distract you from doing your duty to take my demand. I look forward to spanking each and every one of you at the new esteemed dungeon. You are dismissed. Okay, thank you. That was a real life city council meeting where Shadi pulled up with her girls. She said, "Listen, with her, with her mistresses, they 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 pulled up deep. They said we advocate for the things that we believe in on a political level. We're gonna show up and we are going to ask for what we want. What's wild to me is the caucasity. These bitches said the money that y'all are trying to allocate." for trash and sewage because you want to hide your dirty secrets. No, bitch. We want to take the trash out. The money that you are allocating, we we want 25% of that for a dungeon for the doms and subs of Broward County. My question for y'all is, when you look up at that board, how many of them you think been hit by that domination? Because you know that them old white men be into that weird shit. They do. It be the repressed motherfuckers who be it be the Republicans, the the super super con- uh, Christian conservatives. It be the Mike Pitts who be like letting them bitches like 
put their foot in their asshole and weird shit and piss on them and all that other crazy shit. And I don't want to say it's weird. It's just crazy. It's just not for me. But all of that wild shit. Like, that's, those the ones. That's the reason why she came up there with that kind of, with that kind of bravado. She like, yeah, Jim, approve the dungeon for us. I look forward to spanking you. Look at niggas dead in the eye with them Terminator goggles she had on with them little, uh, she looking like an old buddy on the Star Trek or whatever. Like her shit, she's just gonna, she gonna have a little laser going from one side to the like, that's what I need, bro. Real talk. I need to put that on the Amazon wish list. Anyway, I just thought that that was wild, my nigga. I couldn't even imagine. Three bitches walked up. See, y'all couldn't see it. They walked up in leather. It was three of them. She was blind. She had on the red lipstick that was over the lips because they be doing that like we don't know. We can see the line where the real lip is. We know that that's face. You got lipstick on your face. You're trying to make your lips look big. You have lipstick on your face. And we can see it. The lipstick on your face is not your lips. The fuck? Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just thought that was wild. Um, and all of those things had to do with, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's the importance of using your government to your abilities. Um, and I don't want to do this next story. Because this next story is about this motherfucker who drove his tail off a motherfucking cliff on purpose and killed his family. And it's wild because I'm reading this story. California man intentionally drove his Tesla off a 250-foot cliff in an attempt to kill his family. I know what y'all are thinking because it's what I was thinking. He's white. Like, obviously, this is a white man. First of all, if they would have just said California person, I would assume he was a white woman because I'm like, I mean, if anybody's going to kill themselves and their kids, it's a white woman, right? Uh, white people do this is over. This nigga's name is Darmesh Arvind Patel. And I, I did the accent on purpose because I'm sure that's how you say it. Darmish Arvind Patel. 41 of Pasadena. We got brown people killing a bro. Is that something that happens in the Indian community? Well, I don't know if he's Indian. Maybe he's Pakistani. Is that something that happens in the Middle Eastern community, bro? Can somebody tell me? South Southwest Asia? Southwest Asia? Is that where it is? Yeah, Southwest Asia. Hold on, looking at the globe before you. Yeah, West Asia. I don't know. That shit was crazy to me, bro. That's like, does it make me a racist that I was going to do the story when it was a white lady, but when I found out that it was a brown man, I wasn't interested anymore. I was like, this is just sad. The driver, his wife, and the children survived, by the way, which I don't know if Tesla's going to make like a commercial about that where like there's like some white lady like crying and shit or whatever. And she's just like, kids, Get in the car. <laughs> like driving, looking in the mirror, like, I'm so sorry. I can never. You know what I'm saying? And she like drives off. Like, Kish! and then the police like pull them all out and take her to a mental health facility. And her kids are all traumatized, but they're not dead. That was dark. I don't think Tesla should use that as commercial. And I don't think I really want to read this article anymore. We're not going down, down that road anymore. We're done. <clears throat> we're going to say, we're going to go something a little more lighthearted. We're going to do. Somewhere are they now? Um, and this isn't going to be a recurring segment on the podcast because we don't always have someone to ask about where are they now or to tell you where they are now. But we have got 
a guy who you all may remember. Fake teen doctor, now 25, known as Dr. Love, sentenced to prison for a new scam. Do y'all remember Dr. Love? I know y'all remember Dr. Love. Y'all remember, y'all remember Dr. Love. Y'all remember Dr. Love. Y'all remember Dr. Love. That little boy, that, that, that little boy had that fake doctor's office was in there getting them, that bread up, bro. Big scam God. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really one. I'm not with the scamming shit. Even when I was like breaking a law, I would always say that like niggas who steal and scam are lazy. You could just sell drugs or some shit like that and like really at least be providing a service to a motherfucker. Y'all out here just on some thieveries. I don't believe in that. But, uh, you know, you got to game recognize game, bro. If you're going to start a whole fake doctor's office, got your whole, got your, your head shots, you know what I'm saying? It's some old shit. Uh, yeah, man. So, okay. What West Palm Beach, Florida, a serial grifter who gained national infamy as a teenager when he impersonated a doctor to defraud a patient is heading back to prison after pleading guilty to stealing more than $10,000 from his employer. Malachi Love Robinson, 25, 25, it doesn't seem like it's been that long. It's been a while. Received a sentence of over two years and four months last week after pleading guilty in Palm Beach County, Florida, to grand theft and organized scheme to defraud. Court documents showed that in 2020, Robinson was working as a salesperson for a company that connects shippers with trunky companies. Instead of having companies make yeah, instead of having customers make payments to the company, Love Robinson would have them send them money to accounts he controlled. Love Robinson first came into y'all know. 2016, 18 years old, arrested after opening a new birth, new life medical center. Identified himself as Dr. Love. Stole 30000 from a patient in her 80s during house calls and an additional 20000 from a doctor. He was arrested after he examined and prescribed treatment to an undercover police officer who was impersonating a patient. Y'all, can y'all imagine how that thing went down? That motherfucker was like, all right now, uh, pull your pants down. And cough. <coughs> yeah, those feel like balls to me. You're good to go, my brother. You good. <laughs> oh shit. Um later that year while out on bow, Love Robinson was arrested in Virginia after he tried to buy a Jaguar automobile with a stolen credit card, pleaded guilty in both cases, and was released from prison in 2019. So he went to prison for all of that shit and it came out. Hey, scammers gonna scam, bro. Scammers gonna scam. Dr. Love is back. That is wild. Never thought I'd see that. Um, let's see, guys. We are we are actually closing in on the end of the show. Um, y'all, this belongs to white people do this. I should have flipped some of this stuff and I should have put this with the white people do this, but it is what it is. Jeffrey Starr claims he escaped the Illuminati in a bizarre tweet. Jeffree Star, well-known content creator and beauty influencer, claimed he was targeted by the Illuminati in 2021 in the bizarre thread, confusing many. In a series of tweets, Star revealed his previous experience with the organization while calling out the Hollywood elite for trying to ruin his entire career. While reflected, okay, let, let's just rewind a little bit. Let me look something up real quick before I make this. Before I say this.
200 million. All right, I had to look up Jeffree Star's net worth real quick because I had to see if my nigga was really Illuminati net worth. Because niggas be like, oh, I was in Illuminati worth like, and and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real with you. I don't feel like 200 million is Illuminati money, nigga. Like, there's niggas worth 200 million dollars who you know for a motherfucker. Hold on, let me see. Celebrities worth 200 million. I just want to get to one nigga on here, surprisingly high. Yeah, let's go. Uh huh. Uh huh. I, I don't even know who she is. Okay. Carrot Top is worth seventy million dollars. This nigga is only worth twice as much as Carrot Top. I just don't think that gets you in the loop. Vin Diesel two twenty five. Calvin Harris three hundred. Rowan Atkinson one fifty. Jennifer Lopez four hundred million. Nick Adam Sandler four twenty. Adam Sandler. My, Jessica Alba is worth two hundred million dollars. Jessica Alba is not in the motherfucking Illuminati. She doesn't have enough money for that. So before we even read what Jeffrey Star is talking about, let's be clear about the fact that this nigga never had enough money to be in the Illuminati. You over here acting like the Illuminati is just like the Beverly Hills fucking Ritz Carlton or some shit like that. You gotta have bills to be in this motherfucker. You talking about an underground secret society that controls the world. You think you get it for $200 million. But get the fuck out of my face. It's NBA players who make that money. They would never let it. When reflecting on, on 2022, Star called it a crazy fucking year. Before he, wow, that felt right. That felt discriminatory and it felt homophobic. Like, but you know what? Because I've never heard him talk. That's why. Oh, I want to do it anyway, because if I heard him talk, then it wouldn't be homophobic. But since I haven't heard him talk, y'all can't see I'm doing the little bit. That's why you got to be on the fan base, because I'm over here with the hand and every well, I'm going to stop. Um, he called it a crazy fucking year before revealing that he escaped the Illuminati in 2021 and they still haven't killed me every day. I wake up grateful. Uh, you have no idea what you're talking about. It's 10 times worse than you can ever imagine. Just be thankful you're on the other side. In 2020, I was going to expose everything in a matter of days. The Hollywood elite tried to ruin my entire career, villainize me, and flooded us with lies that discredited me. If you guys only knew the truth about what they're doing to Britney and Kanye. That's how I know you're lying to. Because my nigga tried to, like, grab Britney Spears' Kanye West hive to come and assist him in his bullshit. He was like, oh no, if you believe that you know you remember Free Britney, you, you know, they, they're they're killing Kanye, pretending he's anti-Semitic. They're, they did the same thing to me. No, they didn't. Kanye West really had enough money to be on some Illuminati shit. If the Illuminati was really real, Kanye might have actually could have been in the motherfucker. I'm not gonna cap like that's not a thing. Britney Spears, since she has been relieved of her conservatorship, and now she can just do what she wants and post how she wants, she's clearly fucking crazy. The, her family didn't make it up. They may have been robbing her. I don't have, I don't know about that, but they didn't make up that she's crazy. She was crazy. She had some shit going on. It was pretty obvious that she had some shit going on. If you don't want to be real with yourself that Britney has some shit going on, that's fine, but she's just full of shit because she clearly did. Um, does, sorry, does. Present tense does. Um, that's just crazy. 
Um, y'all remember they were saying that Jeffree Star and Kanye was fucking, and he was like, definitely not. And then they were saying he was racist and all this other stuff, whatever. And not gonna lie, I don't have any reason to cape for Jeffree Star not being a racist and all this other stuff. So him escaping the Illuminati seems like some fuck shit to me. And we are on to the next story because y'all, California is facing a life-threatening double whammy of bomb cyclone. The Pineapple Express storm. Tis, the news be so crazy. A powerful double whammy of an atmospheric river and bomb cyclone drenched California Wednesday, dropping several inches of rain on the uh, region that has struggled to ring out from an onslaught of winter storms and creating a widespread risk of flooding, mudslides, and power outages. And what some forecasters are suggesting will be one of the most impactful storms to strike the state in years. To them, that was a fucking intense fucking first paragraph. Already, emergency officials ordered mandatory evacuations. Um, Gavin Newsom's office said the state's emergency emergency operations center is at its highest emergency level. Coordination efforts are underway to set up sandbagging locations and shelters, deploy ambulance strike teams. Newsom declared a state of emergency in response to uh, severe winter storms in an effort to boost emergency efforts. And all these other things. The storm uh, underwent rapid development uh, and became what meteorologists refer to as a bomb cyclone. Um, it's basically an atmospheric river carrying copious amounts of moisture from Hawaii all the way to California. Um Basically, an atmospheric river is a river in the sky of water vapor, and when it hits the mountains, the moisture is forced up over the mountains. Um, that upward motion causes clouds and precipitation to form, and the faster the flow of air, the water vapor is hitting the mountains. The faster rain is falling, so you get more and more rain with stronger ARs. I don't know what that stands for, hitting the mountains. Um, yeah, so basically it's just super, super heavy rain that comes from Hawaii and they called it a bomb cyclone and it made me be like, oh, we got to talk about this shit. Um, I, uh, don't want to get into saying this definitively. Um. But like this has happened in California, uh, in Buffalo over the last few weeks, like the fucking blizzard in Buffalo and the way that their government handled that there. And I, I haven't done enough research about that particular event to really talk much into it. But I know a lot of a lot. I know not say a lot, not like hundreds, but I think at last. Excuse me. The last time I checked, it was 40 people who were died, like frozen to death in Buffalo because they had this blizzard. They didn't have evacuation till late. Motherfuckers was literally like out in their cars when it hit, never able to get home, dying in their cars, dying on the street. Um, and I think it's important that we're conscious of conscious of these things because. I feel with climate change, a lot of these extreme weather events are just becoming more frequent and more intense. And 
advocating for leadership that will at minimum be willing to provide the guidance ahead of time and the resources afterwards is going to be essential for kind of ensuring that some of these communities make it because what's going to happen is the rich communities are going to put themselves back together and the poor communities will never come back. Um, and I just don't want to see that happen. And obviously everyone on the planet who could change it and listen to this podcast right now, this moment. And that's the reason why it's not, that's why I had to say it because y'all were only waiting on me to tell you so that you could not do it. And, uh, you know, so there you are. Um, with that, we can, uh, we can do the uh, the final uh, segment. See, uh, Keys told me when I when I have white scandal, I need white music. But today, this scandal is black. This scandal is as black as the belt that Andrew Tate used to abuse his girlfriend. This scandal is as black as the shoes I use to work for the white man every day. These shoes are as black as the soul of Skip Bayless watching a black man die on a football field. Here we are with another past scandal. Let the fuck this shit podcast. <laughs> Brooklyn-based Bishop Lamore Whitehead, who became nationally known this summer after getting robbed during a live stream church service, is facing wire fraud and extortion charges in an unrelated case. I told y'all this nigga was a crook. Y'all, these niggas be crooks. I knew he was a crook, man. When your pastor got when your pastor got chains on, he calling motherfuckers broke bitches and shit like that for talking shit to him and stuff like that. That nigga a criminal, bro. Yeah, that ain't don't take no motherfucking rocket scientist to figure out this nigga a criminal. Uh, Whitehead 45 is facing two counts of wire fraud, one count of extortion, and another for making false statements for crimes allegedly committed against one of his parishioners and a businessman. Uh, Whitehead, known for his expensive clothes, cars, and other flashy displays of wealth, leads the leaders of Tomorrow International Churches in New York City. In July, Whitehead and his wife were robbed of a million in jewelry after armed gunmen entered their church. People criticized Whitehead for his luxurious lifestyle following the incident. Others even questioned whether the robbery was real. Two men were later arrested for the robbery, however. Following uh, news of federal charges brought to him, Whitehead claimed his innocence in a 15-minute long Instagram video posted on Tuesday. In the video, Whitehead sits out in front of two smiling portraits of himself and says, the bishop is not guilty. I'm going to fight it. I have the right legal team, and most importantly, I have God. First of all, what says narcissist other than a motherfucker standing in front of two smiling pictures of himself Referring to himself in the third person. But <laughs> whatever. Ain't nothing changed. I'm still the same bishop, he said. And I'll say it again. Just because you're arrested doesn't make you guilty. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. I'm telling you all. You drunk it already. Don't drink it again. Just give it time. <laughs> Prosecutors. Prosecutors. <laughs> Oh, my God. Prosecutors allege Whitehead used threats and lies to get money from individuals, which he then spent on luxury items for himself. No shit. In April 2020, 
around July until, uh, from in April 2020 until around July 2021. Whitehead allegedly convinced one of his parishioners to invest approximately 90,000 of her retirement savings. This was done with the promise that the bishop would help her find a home and use some of the money to invest in his real estate business. Instead, Whitehead used the money for himself, according to the indictment against him. In a separate incident, the indictment claims Whitehead pushed an unnamed businessman to hand over large sums of cash. Sometime in the spring of 2022, Whitehead allegedly encouraged the businessman to give the church leader $500,000 and a stake in certain real estate transactions. In return, the man was told he would receive favorable actions. Were you going to suck his dick? Were you going to have God suck his dick? What is favorable actions? From the New York City government that would both enrich both Whitehead and himself, prosecutor said. Oh, because niggas know that, that Whitehead used to be friends with the mayor, Eric Adams. And I bet you Eric Adams is like, I don't even know that nigga at this point. Eric Adams is distancing himself like Barack Obama did from, uh, what was his name? Jeremiah Wright? Was that the name of that pastor? Who got up there saying white folks don't niggas something? And, and, the, and Obama's used to go there. And Barack was like, I don't even know that nigga. That's how Eric Adams about to do this motherfucker. He probably be like, he'll be like, Lamar who? Lamar, 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 what Lamar, what's his name? That's what he, <laughs> but Whitehead also lied to FBI agents when they were executing a search warrant. Prosecutor said allegedly the pastor falsely claimed he had no other cell phones aside from the one he's carrying at the time. In fact, Whitehead did own a second phone, which he used regularly, including the send of text messages describing it as my other phone. Just as text. <laughs> Just as texting, just after telling agents he had no other phones, each count of wire fraud uh, and extortion, three in total, carries a maximum sentence of 20 years. Making material false statements carries a maximum sentence of five years. Oh, man. Y'all, I get no pleasure out of it. Yes, I do. I love it. That segment is as fun to me as any other. Not going to lie. And that motherfucker, I knew he was going to be back. I knew that wasn't the last we heard of him. Motherfucking dusty bitch. Anyway, y'all, this has been the first episode of season four of the Fuck This Shit Podcast, man. Make sure that you tell a motherfucker to listen to this bitch. You know what I'm saying? So that they can tell a motherfucker to listen to this bitch. They tell a motherfucker to listen to this bitch. Next thing you know, I'm no longer working for the white man. I'm out here just serving y'all jokes and shit all day long. Jokes and jokes and jokes. I will get another neon sign. You know what I'm saying? I'll get that bitch bigger. It'll say fuck this shit instead of FTS because I was going to get a fuck this shit sign, but goddamn, the thing was expensive. Anyway, I love y'all like always. Thank y'all for fucking with me this long. I will see you later. Peace. Yeah, double up the respect. Came through the wire, fresh out the fire. My mic check. Leaning and rocking, feel it yourself. It's high tech. Moving pieces all on the board. My nigga trying to see. Billion. My gift to gab honest. Escape trials and tribulations, fighting your honor. Shark in the water, grabbing for paper like I'm Nirvana. Code of honor that I follow, my nigga, is worth billions. Huh. Homie, fuck your greasy granny them. He been slapping shit so long, they gotta come and Grammy him. He so fly, he walk on stars, solar systems carry him. Bank account status when they marry him. Billions. Uh, make sure you say it two times. Dre, Dre, nigga. Make sure you say it two times. Trying to see the salad with the croutons Laying the foes down like futons For the billions 
Yeah, man, you're not tuning in the Fuck This Shit Podcast. And billions 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 and